morning, everybody. It's your girl, Super Cindy. Welcome to Community Matters. How are you feeling on this Sunday morning? Hopefully blessed and highly favored. And if you're not, we have some awesome information and good energy and good vibes going on this morning. Flowing, flowing. And we just all got to give thanks to God and just... We're here, you know, and we're, we're going to make it through everything going on. But first, let's give out some information and talk. My um, guest this week is very special to me because her and I are college. We went to college together and I've been friends with her for many years. And she is just such an awesome person who has a connection with the South Florida community and always shows love to so many aspects of the South Florida community. So first, let me introduce her, my girl from on the B side, Miss Ingrid B. Good morning, Ingrid. Good morning, sunshine. <laughs> How you doing, girl? Uh, I too am blessed and highly favored. Listen, I never thought that that would be something as a response, but I definitely feel that way. Oh, that is so good. We got to stay positive and optimistic, girls, all about hope and faith. So let me get for those that are under a rock and I won't say they're under a rock. Okay, maybe they just haven't known. (laughs) But let's talk about you first. Um, Ingrid, where were you born and raised? Like, because I'm trying to get the root of where your passion and love for the South Florida (laughs) community comes from. I was born in Jamaica. Don't worry about it. I was raised in (laughs) Barbados. Um, I was there for 18 months, so I'm not Jamaican. My best friends are, though. So you don't speak Patois, girl? <laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Uh, I was raised in Barbados. My mother is uh, from Barbados and my stepmother and my father is Haitian. Uh, I moved to New York in 84. I went through one winter and I was like, Mom, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> so I moved to Miami to live with my father uh, somewhere around 86, and I have been here ever since. Uh, so finishing elementary school at St. Mary's uh, Catholic, and then uh, ninth grade, North Miami, and high school, North Miami, where I graduated. And then Miami-Dade, where we met, and then Barry University. And so um, I'm a South Floridian. I'm a Miami girl. So a lot of people connect your name to the poetry scene and you have your movement called On the B-Side. Where did your passion and love for poetry, like, did you always love poetry or where did this come from? I always loved poetry. I didn't necessarily always love poetry events. I went to a few uh, somewhere, let's say 97-ish and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like it. It wasn't working for me. Um, but that was just that vibe, I guess, didn't work for me. And then I was working at Mars Music uh, and I met Rashida Bartley. She was taking voice lessons there um, to, you know, for, but she wasn't a singer. She was a poet. So she invited me one night and I was like, this is dope. I heard a group of poets called the Soul Griot. And they really made me fall in love with the art of spoken word because they were just so convicted, but so young. Uh, Haru and all of those people. This is where I met Will the Real One. This is where I met Bertrand Boyd, who was the youngster at the time. Um, So many of the poets. Uh, Flo Diva, all of them, we met uh, around, you know, 2000 uh, at Power Studios. 
And that is how I got on the scene. The attendance was a little lacking and the, the marketing person in me that I didn't know existed said, let me help her get some bodies out. And here we are 20 years later. And so like, um, you know, I feel like poetry has its ups and downs. Like poetry comes into the main scene and it's like Def Jam and all these people are highlighting it. And then like, they it's like a fad with the uh corporate people or media people and then like it's silent in a sense how do how do you as a real connoisseur and a creative with the poetry scene feel about that like the ups and downs of them having a passion for it Uh, it's like prayer when things start going wrong we all need prayer when the country is in an upheaval, when things are going wrong in your life, people need poetry. That's when they call on the poets. When things are, when things really need to be said, when it's no longer a game, that's when they call on the poets. So you have your, the last poets, your Gil Scott Heron, um, that's the 60s. Things needed to be said and they said them. And then, you know, you had the advent of hip hop coming from that, from that poetry. And so hip hop became popular. So now we don't need the poets anymore, but the poets are always there and they're always speaking the truth. There's nothing that is happening now that poets haven't been talking about on microphones from the dawn of time. Um, there are poems that every single time there was a murder by the police that I, that I would post the same poem, Sonny Patterson. We know this place because we know this place. Like we know what this is already. Um, and there are certain poets and poems that just speak to that no matter how old they are. And unfortunately, you know, that's one of the problems, but that, I think that's what it is. It comes, the ebb and flow is when we need it. But the the trick is we need it all the time. So that's what I want for people to know that it's a necessary, not only is it a necessary art form, it's an art form that deserves all the accolades and all the, all the monies that the other artists get. The poets need to be making the monies like all the artists are, are getting. Why do you think that is that they like they feel like a poet shouldn't be paid like an artist, like a recording rapper artist? Like what 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 is that? Where does that come from? Like, why are they like that? I have no idea, I guess, because there's no beat. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. It comes in what you guys are saying, though. I know, but, you know, I don't know. I, I, they're not hearing it on the radio, I guess. Um, mm. They're not hearing it. I mean, we've had TV shows and they love it when it's there. So I'm really, the world would have to answer that because I love it. So yeah. I can't understand uh, or have an answer for that question. Um, but I know that it is a, it's a very, you know, poetry will inspire you. I tell my audience all the time when we do slams, I'm like, okay, I'm about to give this person my $500. That poem that wins this $500, if we're doing a slam or something, it needs to motivate you to want to do something. You need to get up and get a job, quit your job, get married, get divorced. You need to want (laughs) to get up and do something because it needs to change your life. And that is what the ones that are really good at it, the writers that are amazing, that's what they will do. 
Definitely. So let's talk about your movement on the B side. So on the B side, you celebrated on the B side's birthday. What was the last birthday? You've been around 20 years on the B side or how long? This year is our 20 year anniversary. (laughs) COVID. So I've just been celebrating all year. I do want to do something in December, just depending on how the numbers are. I would like to do something in December. Uh, Natural Trendsetters and I are trying to collaborate mm-hmm. and do something bigger in December. If not, 21 is a good year to celebrate as well. You know what I'm saying? We're going to okay, celebrate. Okay, because then you can party. drink. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So 21 is a good year as well. But so this but, year for the 20th, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, uh, no, go ahead. This year for the 20th. Go ahead. This year for the 20th, I brought back all the old events. So over the summer, we did the Bohemia Room, which was the first official yes, I remember uh, that. big event that I did. You know what I'm saying? The very first event was Slow Fridays, but we brought back the Bohemia Room this summer. So for the fall session, we're bringing back the session. We're doing the social. We're always doing kind of linguistics because that's everybody's favorite erotic night. Uh, mm-hmm. And we've got a night called Brother to the Night. And that is the night that the men get in free. The women are not allowed to talk back. And it's a it's a whole lot of fun. Um, because I am a woman, I don't do ladies night. I do man night because I need to see <laughs> the men come out to the poetry spot. I know so they love that. For the 20th year. Yes, they're like, wait, we get in free? Let, let's do this. Are the girls buying the guys drinks or are the guys at least buying drinks? If you see a cutie across the room, you are encouraged to buy him a drink. And if your man, amen. Yes. If your man, amens one of the poems and it's a little, it's a little touchy. You just have to humble yourself. He's not amening you. That was his ex. And he, he was triggered. And you just have to let him enjoy that poem and what the poet is saying, because we are not allowed to talk back on that particular night until midnight. We don't talk back. That sounds super interesting. So besides on the B side, um, do you have a social for that or a dot com for that? Like where everybody could get more information for on the B side events? Always on the B side.com for everything. The app is on the B side, on the B side.com, on the B side, on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. And it's the letter B, not the word D. Um, but the main site, like you asked for, is on the B side.com. Perfect. So let's move over to your giving part because, like I said earlier, you're such a giver, um, Ingrid, and you've always been involved. Even if it's not your own situation, you always donate your time, your mind, your creativeness, your your networking skills, who you know, and you share information and stuff like that with all kinds of organizations, events, and nonprofits. I've seen it with my own two eyeballs. But you have now started your own. <laughs> 501c3 which is called the social network and social spelled s-o-u-l because everything regarding you is definitely coming from the soul and i love that so definitely (laughs) so explain to everybody what the mission of the social network is and what it is so the mission of the social network is to assist creatives in building their brand and their business uh, sometimes they are amazingly talented or we are amazingly talented as w- at what we do creatively, but we don't really know how to handle the business and the money and make sure you're incorporated, make sure your .com is purchased, that you're branded, that you trademark certain things. Even if it's a poor man's um, copyright, make sure that your stuff is copyrighted, all of those things. 
Um, make sure that there's a network of people so that if somebody says, hey, we want to manage you, you can reach back and say, do you know this guy? You know, there needs to be some 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 reference checks to hold some people accountable. Mm -hmm. And I know this because I've I've heard of some situations and I'm looking at the girl like you didn't do your research, like you didn't ask anybody any questions. We have to be able to ask those questions. So this is the network where you can get those answers. I clearly have been running a nonprofit this whole time because (laughs) people tell me all the time. (laughs) that I need to be getting paid for my consultation fees. Um, I give information to almost anybody at any time. If I see that they need the information, I'm going to give it and I give it freely. Sometimes you don't get back what you give to the people that you give it to, but I definitely get it back threefold from others. There are people that support me and have always supported me that I will never probably be able to do anything for at least not financially um and so i appreciate that so this is the way to get the grant money that everybody else gets but it never trickles down to the urban poetry community or the live music people the musicians the singers that are on the b-side that are performing everywhere and they're only getting a certain amount of money for a two-hour set but I'm paying them the same thing for 30, 45 minutes. And -hmm. it's a struggle for me to do it, you know, because it's reliant specifically on the monies that come in the door. If 10 people or a thousand people show up, I still have to pay those people. So the goal is to be able to raise funds to support artists who are in need um, and to pay people their worth, what they should be getting paid to do these performances and these shows, to pay speakers, to do workshops, those who are experts in their field, to have conversations with artists that are up and coming with students about making your passion your prosperity. That's all I want to do. I want to be able to work, some, do something that I love and be able to eat and sleep well and have you know, a, a roof over my head doing what I love. That's definitely what so that really is, the, is the American dream, though, to be able to do I that. Mean, I think that's the human dream. I don't even yep. think it's an American dream. It's a human dream. As yeah. as people, as humans, like, we make life so difficult. Love what you do, do what you love. If you're not going to get super rich, make sure that you have access. Money and access are two different things. I have a lot of access. Money I'm going to work on in 2022. So that's <laughs> okay. what we I think we all that's have access. <laughs> we, got, we got the, and you know, I'm ratchet to revolutionary, Cindy. So I go to a little bit of everything. So people are like, how, why is she here? Because I'm not just poetry. I'm sick. You're going to see me out doing a little bit of everything because I enjoy a lot of things. I'm on the B side and the B side is where you should be. But the A side is fun too. So every now and then, you know, I might go to the Meek Mill concert. You might see me there because I love him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Listen. But but like, what are some of the things that the social network does to accomplish the mission that you have? Like, as far as, you know, informing people, are you got, are you informing the creatives and the poets and everyone collectively, or are you guys like doing separate meetings? Like, how does it work? That is going to be a what it will do. The the social network was formed. It was incorporated on August 8th. Our first okay, event, congratulations. The launch, 
Thank you. The launch will be October 20th at the event. Um, So the purpose, yeah, the purpose of it is to continue everything that I've been doing. But like I said, all of that grant money that is going that that's going to organizations is not trickling down to the poets and singers and musicians that I've been watching do their thing for 20 years. Um, I don't, I don't see that money trickling down to them. It's going elsewhere. Um, And so my focus is making sure that these up and coming poets in the urban community have access to information that they need um, to business, your business plans. Do you need a lawyer? Do you need an entertainment lawyer? Do you need a photo shoot? Okay. We, we know photographers who need portfolios. Let's link you guys together. Do you need your hair done? You need for the photo shoot. Okay. Well, Simone from that, Natural Trendsetters has a hair show coming up. She'll uh, put you in the hair show. You'll get your photos from being in the hair show. Y'all are going to barter services to support each other because we're only as big as we make each other. And sometimes what the what the need is doesn't require funds necessarily. It requires those relationships and building together. Um, I primarily work by myself. I'm teaming up with different people now again to try and really just take this to the next level not only for myself but so that when artists hit my stage they know that they're being seen and heard by people across the board by people that work nine to five and by people that own radio stations i am a firm believer that there's only two sets of people that hold the keys the owner and the janitor you need to be good to both of those people the owner and the janitor, every, everybody in between too, but the people that have the keys to the building are the owner and the janitor. So we really need to get all of us together in the same boat on the B side. So speaking of getting people together, and I love that you're launching um, the social network, the night of the event that we are about to speak about right now. Um, Congratulations. This will be your 17th annual Soul Survivors, a spoken soul experience. What exactly is the, um, the, the Soul Survivors, a spoken soul experience? Soul Survivors started as an event in support of, uh, well, in, in support of domestic violence awareness. In 2004, we had a poet, her name was Lori L. Tennant, uh, who was murdered by her ex-husband. Their divorce had been finalized for two weeks. Uh, he basically was home when she got home from, a, not home, he was in her home when she got home from a poetry night. Uh, of course, she did not know that he was there. Uh, their children, their two sons were in the house. Her mother was in the house and he murdered her. He slit her throat, which for a poet, you know, it's it's kind of ironic that that's mm. what he did. Um, he did that 20, knowing. Yeah, he was. She was 25 years old. Wow. Uh, and I think he's up for parole soon, which is a whole nother conversation that we won't get into. Uh, then the following year, uh, Hurricane Katrina came. 
And so we supported Sonny Patterson. Sonny Patterson, uh, I had just met her at the National Poetry Slam in August. And then Katrina happened at the end of that month. We got a hold of her, got her contact and brought her to South Florida. She stayed with us for a little over a week. And to this day, we'll tell you that more money was raised for her in South Florida than her family ever saw from the Red Cross. Um, Again, the money doesn't always trickle down to where we think it is going. And unfortunately, I'm the type of person that I'm like, I want to put it in your hand. I want to know that you got it. So uh, every year after that, it was something. You know, Will the Real One uh, was murdered in 2011. Um, This is the 10-year anniversary of him being gone from us. Uh, so every year it's been something, uh, Dwayne from party spree murdered in Jamaica nine months before will Lori, will and Dwayne were together on the night that she was murdered. Those are the last people that she saw for all three of them to be gone is really, it's, it's, it's strange, but I I believe it, 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 I'm I'm not going to say devastating because I believe in ancestors. So I know that they're up there doing the work. They got us, you know what I mean? But it is still tragic and and haunting that Mm. the three of them were together and now the three of them are all gone. And then all of us, of course, are now surviving COVID. And even if we're physically surviving, you know, there's there's mental health issues. There's depression that's coming into play. There's domestic violence that was happening when people were were locked up in their houses. There's so many things going on that we we show up to the events looking fabulous and then we come to realize when we start speaking that Mm -hmm. all of us have a lot going on. Um, So that is the reason for Soul Survivors. The poets look forward to it. We have about 10 poets that are all like ready to participate. Elena, the poet, uh, Maury Tai, Taboo, Red Rising Hood. This is something that they look forward to every single year um, because it's a sharing of everything and recognizing that you're not the only one out there. Um, and this year we were with talking so many, and this year with so many people experiencing so many things, I'm sure there's going to be a lot to share with October yeah. being, being breast cancer awareness month. You guys are focusing yeah. on Camille Bell, who was a survivor of breast yeah. cancer. She's going through her fourth bout with breast cancer. Talk a little bit about Camille. Yeah, so the breast cancer, she did. She had her double mastectomy, and then there was some found in the brain uh, somewhere else, and then now her lungs. Uh, She's already had her bout with COVID recently. Um, You know, they had to drain her lungs. Mm -hmm. This is a tube being put in. And one thing about Camille, she's always remained in good spirits, but at some point, gets to be too much. She is a hairdresser. She is a mother of two. Um, she has a boy and a girl and she cannot work. Uh, her, the fathers of her children have been amazing, but at the end of the day, there are certain things, bills that need to be paid, things she has to go to chemo. She's got to get to chemo. The energy to drive to chemo is not always there. Um, you need the Instacart when you can't make it to the, to the, to the supermarket, yeah. you know, cause the empathy is just not there. Uh, and she needs every bit of energy that she has just to engage with her children and let them feel like everything is okay. So she will be our first recipient um, uh, from the social network. Partial proceeds will be donated to her to assist 
with um, this process um, that she's going through again. She's doing chemo again. It just started. Um, and again, she's not working. So that is the goal for that. And of course, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It is also Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Um, so these are the two things that we focus on. And not just for the women, for the men. Men experience um, cancer and breast cancer. And they experience domestic violence. So that is our focus uh, every so we, year in October. So Ingrid, we are, not to cut you off, but we're running out of time. So let me give out that information. Yeah. So it's the 17th annual Soul Survivors, a Spoken Soul Experience happening October 20th, um, 8 p.m. To, to midnight. And it's happening at Crave Lounge, 4519 North Pine Island Road in Sunrise. And tell them where they can go to get tickets, how they can support in case they can't make it but want to donate. Give them that information real quick. On the B side. The letter B, not the word B. You can download the app on the B side. You can go to our website on the B side.com. You can follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, on whatever, MySpace, whatever you're Everything. on. I'm on there. Black Planet. Just look up <laughs> Ingrid B I I N G R I D B. I need you to be on my side on the B side.com. Uh, 305-519-1369. You can text me. Um, but yes, we just need people to come out and support this event. Uh, definitely support the scene. We are at Crate each and every Wednesday. We are at Racket in Miami with Headliner on third Thursdays of the month doing live music. Uh, I just need everybody to support live music and poetry in South Florida. Yes. So make sure you support my girl, Ingrid B, because I said so. And I just want to thank all of you for tuning in. Make sure you go follow all of her movements on the um, in, uh, with the information that she gave you. It's your girl, Super Cindy. Community Matters. And it's produced by Dr. Delvina. You guys have a great Sunday and I'll be back with part two.